0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you.
1: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. We have a lot to talk about. It's that time of year. And uh, that time where we got a lot of things going on. The commissioner, the IHSAA, is going to call us. Paul Nottig but with us soon. we we'll to talk about uh, spring football, talk some basketball and some baseball. Right now, though, the star of our show tonight, because he's got all that info you need, it's Network Indiana's Brad Huber. And good evening, everybody. Coach, good to have you back this weekend.
2: There was history made, baseball history made, on the south side of Indianapolis at the University of Indianapolis earlier today in Game 2 of the doubleheader against Drury. Brady Ware, a fifth-year senior, he became the first player in baseball history to throw a no-hitter, but then also hit for the cycle in the same game. So, I know we will hear from him in about an hour from now. Brady Ware, first baseball player in history to throw a no-hitter and hit for a cycle in the same game. They also beat Drury 8-7 in game one, and they beat Drury 14-0 in game number two. The Pacers, uh, their pre game of the season, they lost to the Detroit Pistons, 122-115. Jaden Ivey, the former Purdue maker, had 29 points Patriots will wrap up the season Sunday in New York before they look ahead to the lottery and the draft in May and June. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Brad Huber.
1: Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. As Brad pointed out, Brady, where's going to join us? I mean, I, I kind of turned this down. I, I get a text that hey, do you, want, do you want to have this young man on the show? All he did was throw a no hitter and hit for the cycle, and I go, uh, gosh, let me think for. Uh, a millisecond here (laughs) yeah sure (laughs) that that is amazing and uh we're gonna have him with us but we start with the commissioner of the IHSAA Paul Knighty commissioner I missed you you know we didn't have our weekly conversation this week and so I had to get you on the show because uh seriously I've become accustomed to talking to you every week and I didn't have our weekly conversation
3: Gojo, it was a tough week for me too. You know, it's just uh, oh, I was yeah. out of my routine. You know, you and I, <laughs> you and I, kind of, kind of, kind of develop a, a relationship throughout the year and over the years, and it's just part of my right. part of my Tuesdays. I get to have a conversation with you and I. I tell you what, I missed it, but I'm going to hang up. You need to get Brady on here right now. <laughs> I mean,
1: you know what? He's coming on at ten thirty, so everybody, everybody, be ready. How about that? You know what? Unbelievable. If, if he hasn't already, he needs to go get a lottery ticket too. Go, go buy one today. My goodness. All right, no, so. You're a baseball um,
3: guy too. But I mean, that. Oh, I love baseball. Feat. Yeah, I mean, you know it's what? Phenomenal, you know, but...
1: it, it, you know, it is phenomenal, and uh, I mean, just the, you talk about right place, right time, and a lot of things have to happen. But listen, hitting for a cycle—that's pretty incredible, anyway. But to throw a no-hitter and hit for the cycle. Yeah. Uh, in this day and age of specialization, uh, what makes it even more remarkable is that even though, you know, it's, it's a Division II program, uh, you, you're a two-way player. That doesn't happen very much.
3: No, it doesn't. It doesn't. So, congrats to him. And, you know, it's just one more. This wide sport is special.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So. I wanted to so talk anyway, to what's you on about... Your mind? Reclassification a couple of weeks ago, uh, reports about um, maybe th- you know redoing the qualifications or the the uh, criteria in terms of uh, classes in multi uh, multi class sports, uh, which then leads into the discussion about whether it's going to be going to add to uh, subtract and those kinds of things, and just get more of a definition, more uh, of an idea of where the process is about that can you can you help me out with that small request
3: absolutely coach you know it you know it the little, let's just get it off the table here. We're going to debate the class of and how we class sport in Indiana for the from now until I'm way gone from this game. You know we've uh, <laughs> you know the yeah the, the, and, you know the nineteen ninety seven and you know we went from a single class tournament to a multi class tournament and there are still people out there that uh, that will, will debate that decision at that time and and I understand that and appreciate that debate. And, and, you know, it just tells me people care. Um, but, you know, when we look at numbers, and, and, and I think it's always important to go back and look at where you're at. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, the largest school in the state of Indiana at that time was around 3,000 students. And now we have a school in the state of Indiana uh, that is over, over 5,000 students. And there's been some additional change within uh, the state where we we have a a, a a lot more schools come on that are charter schools, smaller in nature, right? Uh, more private schools that have start uh, small faith based uh, institution or high schools within their community, and, and you know that, and that's fine. But what it's done is you take a traditional high school that may be like a Westdale that has spent their entire life. As a one A school in the state of Indiana, because these smaller schools of Conmon they've traditionally pushed traditional one A's up into two A and some two A mm-hmm, schools, mm-hmm. are now up into three A, and you know that kind of is a is a is an effect that is a stair step effect that's pushed traditional schools up, and then our largest class, you know, we go from five thousand down to to you know about twelve hundred student schools right now and you know so we're going to we took an an opportunity to take a look at this and some of the conversation initially started with five classes um But, you know, we have 407 member schools, and at some point, if you reduce the number of participants, um, you, you, the, the, the magic of a tournament leaves because you just right, don't have right. a lot of competition with that. And that's something that I just didn't think was the right thing to do. And so then we started looking at, is there some adjustments that need to be made with the four classes that looked at? some traditional things like the number of small schools that have been bumped up due to the onset of small mm-hmm. schools, the difference in the large class, how big that is. And then the other thing we hear from our schools constantly is currently we break the number of schools playing a sport down equally among four classes. And there's some variables right. but as a general rule. Um, but you may have a school that may be 1A in softball or Right, two A and, and baseball, or you know, and there was that variation.
1: Commissioner, uh, yes, sir. Paul, let me jump in here. I, I hate to do this, but we have to take a break. Hang in there for mm-hmm. us, and we'll come back and talk more about it. Okay, let's do it. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, where we resume our conversation with Paul Neidig, the commissioner of the IHSAA. We're talking about classification. Before I rudely interrupted you, you were talking about uh, how class uh, we had, you know, the the breakdown has been, primarily it's been uh, one of uh, I, may, I don't use this term loosely, but convenience in terms of numbers of schools. You would count down a certain number, draw the line there, and and create the, the four classes. So it was a, a mathematical equation, and you're talking about looking at it, it, if, in fact, that is the best way to do that. Is that a, a good synopsis of what you talked about?
3: Absolutely, Coach. That's a great synopsis, and you know, and kind of where I left off is it, one of the things that we've heard from membership that they're one A in, in 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 softball or basketball they want to be one A in everything they do so they have similar components or opponents. <laughs> so that's what we've kind of looked at here. Um, so mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. ultimately, what's going to happen here is the the proposal that's going to be considered is the large class will go from about fourteen hundred. Students in a school all the way up to to Carmel. And then the others will be divided about equally. So what we're going to end up with is about, and we'll just talk basketball here today. That's what we're all familiar with, that we're going to end up in in 3A basketball. We're going to have about 120 schools. And we'll have that in 2A and that in 1A. And then we'll have around 80, 85 in, in, in 4A. But, you know, if people sit back and think about that, what that only means is we have one less buy in each of the sectionals that we have. Right. So once we get through right. that first night, we're going to be about the same as we've always been, and schools are going to be more aligned with schools their size. And the debate will begin every school in the state every sure. every sports fan everybody that loves sport can draw up the perfect tournament for their school you know and i've heard some schools that say hey we, we're we all for this but we don't want this school to come with us you know well it doesn't quite <laughs> work that way you know <laughs> you know and so well, yeah. you know yeah i think it's a it's a it's a good proposal to consider our board will make that decision not me
0: whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Um,
3: but it was time for us to look at some changes, and this is I think it's a good effort to, that, that's been made here by a committee.
1: I think the committee who's who's spearheading this. You go know, a lot of times you get the coaches associations, uh, the athletic directors. Who's who's behind this move, if you will, in terms administratively, from your standpoint, who's making this push?
3: Well, the the initial part of it really began with the athletic directors association, mm-hmm. uh, which right. a lot of proposals come from them, and then there was yeah, such a partnership yeah. with us. Uh, and our either Coaches Association and Athletic Directors Association. So then we go to the table as my staff and the Athletic Directors Association because there are things that we see that we know that we have to bring to the table in addition to things that the Athletic Directors Association. So we work in a partnership to really kind of come up and refine the proposal. And that's kind of what's happened with this process mm-hmm. once again. It's worked well and, you know, we're to the point now where we're going to consider right. this on, on May 1st. Uh, Um, Our board of directors will have this before them to vote on, and,
1: and we'll see what happens. I think it's exciting, quite frankly. <laughs> I, 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 I would be you know, as a uh um, I don't know, I I as an observer so to speak. Uh I think it's great. I, I like the fact that uh, we're willing to take an honest look at uh at, at how the tournaments have gone, what's happened historically, and how you can best serve the entire membership and all the kids out there who want to be in a tournament.
3: No, we do, coach, you know, and and at the end of the day, we know that everybody. I mean, I'll talk about myself. I mean, I I walked through this tournament as a high school player. And I never won a sectional, you know, and and not and right. most of the people are in that category. That's just the way it is. But the lessons right. I learned along the way were will stick with me the rest of my life. And you don't have to win a sectional. I have to win a state title to be right. Right. to learn fantastic lessons throughout the process. And that's what we have to protect is the experience for every student that plays on a team. And I often say, you know, if it's as good for the last kid that makes a the team, then I'm probably for it. Right. You know, and that's Can you that's can what you hang
1: can. in can you hang in one more one one more segment?
3: I can, Coach.
1: Absolutely. Paul Knighting and I'll come back after the scoreboard update on Indiana Sports Talk.
2: We'll have more at the top of the hour with the uh, History making day at the University of Indianapolis, but we do have some live baseball going on right now. The Indianapolis Indians are down in Louisville. The Indians lead 4 to 3. That is in the bottom of the eighth inning. The Louisville Bats have the bases loaded. I know we'll hear from Howard Kelman a little bit later about that ball game. Our friend Brendan King uh, with the South Bend Cubs, they are tied with Quad Cities at two as they reach the ninth inning for opening weekend for the. South Bend Cubs. The Fort Wayne 10 Caps open up their season. They uh, lost to West Michigan 8-2. Uh, West Michigan scored five runs in the first two innings to take the lead and the win there. The Iowa uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes beat the Indiana Hoosiers in college baseball 7-1. Purdue Boilermakers beat Minnesota 3-0. Ball State split with Citadel winning 9-8 in game one, losing 4-0 in game number two. Valpo, they defeated Evansville six to one. Oakland winners over Purdue Fort Wayne seven to two. Xavier Musketeers beat the Butler Bulldogs four to two. Indiana State Sycamores they swept uh, they shut out Illinois State two to nothing. The Notre Dame Fighting Irish beat Pittsburgh eleven to two. One college game going on right now. Southern Indiana Screaming Eagles they lead Southeast Missouri State nine to five. That is in the top of the seventh inning. We talked about Indy sweeping Drury, 8-7 in Game 1 and 14-0 in Game 2. Brady Ware, his historic night, threw a no-hitter and hit for the cycle in the same game. Wayne State beat Purdue Northwest in a doubleheader, 9-4 and 22-6.
1: Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Paul Neidig, the commissioner of the IHSAA, rejoins us. We've been talking about classification. So process-wise, you're going to go talk about this in your spring meeting. Is that what you're talking about? To to recap, uh, we'll be voting on this in May. That's
3: right, Coach. I'll have uh, meetings where I uh, have uh, – actually, we do them virtually now, uh, but I'll do three of those mm-hmm. coming up here in a couple weeks. Uh, every member school principal, athletic director of State, will have an opportunity to, to uh, be part of that meeting and give their input. Uh, and we'll ask for their straw votes on what right. they feel about these. And then uh, on May 1st, we'll take the bylaw proposals annually. Uh, to our board of directors elected by our member schools to serve this organization, and then our board of directors will make the ultimate decision
1: as it is this is just part of the process that you go through. is there a a, pro, a pro, as part of this process, where do the student do the student athletes have a voice an opportunity to have a voice in this and if they do, where would it be?
3: you know, Coach, we have a student advisory committee. That's made up, right. uh, looks just like right. our board of directors. And, and students apply to be part of us. We have 19 students. Uh, they go through an interview process, and they're selected. And and they do a lot of things for us. Uh, they do give us input into Proposals that matter to students—they uh, work hard. They actually go to state championships and and help facilitate mm-hmm. those events. Mm-hmm. We put on the largest one-day student leadership conference in the country uh, here at Plainfield High School. Uh, we have mm-hmm. students across this great state that show up here in Indianapolis, and mm-hmm. the great mentors that show up and and provide some lessons mm-hmm. along the way. And uh, so, yeah, we have a student advisory group that that is absolutely part of what we do and and, and gives us input into what we do
1: i have always been honored uh and look forward to being part of that event quite frankly uh in large part because you're all nice enough to ask me and secondly (laughs) it's a chance to go back home for a day and and reconnect with god's country you know what i mean so i think it's fantastic hey listen you've had a fantastic year to this point in uh in tournament play uh football championships were spectacular your, your fall sports were great uh i think uh girls and boys championships had record crowds all the way through uh you have to be extremely happy with how things have gone to this point paul
3: absolutely coach you know what and we went through the fall obviously and that seems like a A long time ago now, but uh, as we finished at at Lucas Oil, home of the Colts, I mean it was uh, a great weekend. And then I think what people our girls basketball tournament had the largest attendance at the state finals since 2009. Um, Mm. You know, Mm. and then our boys basketball, uh, 17,000 people in the facility that night uh, last weekend on the three and four A game, and not the the one and two A game are great too, but. 17,000 people there. And, you know, it uh, it still matters, and it's still important, and it's still a great show, and and people want to come out and watch it. I mean, you were there. We had the who's who of college coaches in the country. Sure you did. Uh, Yeah. Now, none of them wanted to be there because they meant they were all eliminated from the tournament at that point. But, you know, we had the who's who of college coaches, and and they're looking at Indiana kids playing this game that are taught in Indiana. And so – it's exciting, and we're, we're ready for the spring. We are absolutely ready. We're, uh, we've been planning this last couple of weeks, and, and we're going to celebrate some state champions here um, along that uh, when we get to that spring tournament season.
1: Commissioner, I appreciate you doing this. I really do. Uh, It's an important discussion to keep people informed on what's happening tournament structure-wise and, as I like to say, all things IHSAA-related. Always a great opportunity, too, for me to catch up. Thanks so much. Enjoy the weekend. And once again, congratulations on what has been to this point, and I'm sure it will continue to be a great, great year in the IHSAA
3: coach, and you're part of it, and so is your viewership, and this is their IHSA as it is all of ours, so thank you, and let's enjoy a, a hit for the cycle, a no-hitter here in a minute coming up.
1: <laughs> we're we're, we're going to do that in just a few minutes. Commissioner, thanks. I appreciate it very thanks, much. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Thank you. Paul Nighting is our uh, commissioner of the IHSAA, and uh, he is uh, ge- very, very generous with his time Uh, Chris Norton. Is Chris with us? Chris Norton from WITZ. Uh, Chris, are you there?
0: Yeah, I'm here. Thanks for
1: having me. Chris! Oh, I'm sorry. I'm behind. I'm so sorry. So, uh, tell me. Baseball today. Tell me what's going on.
0: Uh, Jasper Baseball, back down to 3A and a 5-0 start. 9-0 win over Northeast Dubois today. And the Jeeps have a team... Um, it was scoreless through three innings, and in the Wildcats so to hang out four in the fourth, five in the fifth. Uh, but really, a strong start to the season. That win caps a three-win week. They took out the number nine team in four A baseball, Floyd Central, last night. A walk off, hit right. by pitch, one nothing game. Uh, took out Bloomington South. A little help from a pitcher grand slam and. Uh, coming up next week, they've got three games on the way. It's been a strong season. It, unlike seasons in the past, you know, they don't have that ace, they don't have that horse. It's by committee. They've got a lot of strong play.
1: Yeah, but they, uh, they may not have that, uh, that, that stopper, if you will, uh, but they are a team that will not beat themselves. So fundamentally, they're very, very sound. So you're going to have to figure out a way to beat them, uh, which makes them obviously a dangerous baseball team.
0: Absolutely. Last night it was Andrew Noblet, and I think most of the attention, at least from the college scouts that were in attendance, was going to Bishop Letson out of uh, Floyd Central. hitting in the 90s, a breaking ball like none other, but he would go five scoreless innings. Noblet went seven, uh, struck out five, no runs, only a, a limited hit. So it, it's been solid, composed baseball. Matthew Wright tonight, just one strikeout, but no walks, only a few hits. Uh, and five scoreless innings so it's it's by committee they've got some young guys working up uh, but once you do finally crack the pitcher the inside infield has been strong all season long i believe one error uh, maybe two but it's been mm-hmm. a knockdown drag out effort chris norton
1: thanks for calling thanks for thinking of me i hope you're doing well have a great easter tomorrow okay and Give my best to everybody in Jasper from WITZ Chris Norton on the call of Jasper's win in baseball today. Chris, thanks so much. Have a great weekend.
0: Absolutely. Ray Howard says hello, by the way. I appreciate it. Tom I said
1: hello. Thanks for thanks for thinking of me. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Coming up, top of the hour scoreboard update. We got a lot of baseball. we got a lot of football to talk about on a very busy Friday night on Indiana Sports Talk.